From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Today on the show, we watch five-year-olds play soccer again. Coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. And as you can hear in my voice this morning, I am very sick of these random uh, interest rate increases. We hear them only telegraphed maybe a couple days before, and the markets do what they're going to do. They're going to be like, wait a minute, again? Why? And why is it a random uh, 75 basis points? And why did this come out before inflation numbers? I, I, I don't know. But I can tell you one thing I do know is the markets are down. So let's take a look at those crypto prices. However, you're going to see some surprises in there. And the time is 10.59 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin down 0.6% in 24. It's in at $20,311. Ethereum's at $1,550, down a half percent in 24. Teller's number three, Binance is on a tear. It's at $329, up 3% in 24. And I know you're wondering, why is Binance on a tear? Well, I will let you know that right now. CZ Giles said this, it's very easy to support dozens, even a couple hundred of cryptocurrencies as payments. We already have a solution that does that. It's called Binance Pay. CZ continued to say that the services enable users to pay merchants in whatever currency or coin or fiat currency they choose. And Binance Pay will handle the conversion to the merchant's currency of choice at no extra charge. And why is he saying this, you might ask? Well, because CZ Zhao is suggesting that Binance Pay could be a solution to crypto payments on Twitter. And after giving Elon Musk about a half a billion dollars to have a seat at the table, everybody's leaping into Binance coin because if this is a thing, if Binance Pay is integrated into Twitter, when moon is definitely a question. Let's just say Binance has mooned multiple times and this would be <laughs> this would be special. Obviously not financial advice. Finishing the top five, number five is USDC. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Dogecoin, Cardano, and Solana. By the way, Dogecoin is just sitting at 13.1 cents. We also have some big movers, and that is on some different news. We have Arweave and Polygon taken off. Polygon right now is up 11% in 24 hours. It's at 95.2 cents. And Instagram will leverage the Polygon blockchain to let users mint and sell NFTs. They also said Arweave token which is up 50.8% in 24 hours. It's sitting at $15.22. Its 24-hour high is $17.64. Well, Instagram also announced that they are going to integrate Arweave to let its users store its creators' NFTs. Meta's head of commerce in fintech said this, Blockchain has a role in this because it can enable entirely new business models for creators that give them more control over their work, audiences, and how they monetize. 
continued to say, we believe in Web3 tech, like blockchain, will positively enhance the economic model for creators by giving them the ability to create new types of digital assets to monetize. Creators at this point can now display their NFTs on Instagram with Ethereum, Polygon, and Flow blockchains. Solana and Phantom wallets will be integrated soon. However, that's not all the news with Instagram. Instagram said it's developing an NFT minting and sale feature through its app. It's an end-to-end toolkit for NFTs, and it will allow users to create and launch their own NFTs through Instagram. It's also going to pull metadata from OpenSea. This is absolutely big news today. So that's why I said in the intro this morning, it's a mixed bag. The markets are down because the Fed is kicking the ball like five-year-olds playing soccer, 75 basis points, tanking the market again, making money very expensive. Um, it's really going to have a ripple effect, I think. And, you know, everybody is calling for, you know, experts are calling for it. Not everybody. Experts are calling that 2023 is going to be hard. And we're going to know the bottoms in when we see the fame companies start laying off lots of people. So when you see Facebook, Apple, Google start laying off people, you know the bottom might be in. But also, <laughs> you know that pain is just starting to sit in as well. But with that mixed bag, we have Arweave and Polygon having amazing days. The total market cap is still staying steady. It's sitting at $1.01 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 38.6 and an F dominance of 18.8. Moving into our headlines today, the asset manager behind two of Australia's first crypto exchange-traded funds, or ETFs, is Cosmo Asset Management's ETFs, by the way. They have applied to delist them. Cosmos Purpose Bitcoin Access ETF, or CBTC, and Cosmos Purpose Ethereum Access ETF, or CPET, were both launched in May of this year. The price of the Bitcoin ETF is down around 19% and the Ethereum ETF around 13.8%. Trading of both was halted on Monday. Cosmos Asset Management, they said basically the business has decided to sell Cosmos after deciding it didn't want to be in the long game of ETFs. Is that the institutional way of saying, I got weak hands? (laughs) A New York-based Instagram influencer just pled guilty to an assortment of crimes, including the stealing of $2.5 million worth of Bitcoin from his followers. So how'd they do it? Well, they reportedly did this. They posted on Instagram and other social media accounts and said that he was willing to pay above market prices for various cryptocurrencies, usually around 3.5% to 5% over market value. The influencer reportedly justified the premium by claiming that traditional crypto exchanges were limiting how much Bitcoin he could purchase. According to the filing, after he received the crypto, he would then send his victims doctored images of wire transfer confirmations that showed that he sent the money for the cryptocurrencies as promised. In fact, there were just photoshopped images, and the reality is the payment was never sent. Now, you would think that this is weird, that somebody would fall for this. To be perfectly honest with you, I have seen people trade cryptocurrencies like this, OTC, and somebody would just say, hey, send me this much money, I'll send you crypto, or I'll send you crypto and you send me money. And it was just like this honor agreement. And I've seen it work like dozens of times, to be perfectly honest with you, um, from people who don't even know each other and people who do know each other. I never understood why somebody would do this, but it is not uncommon. But don't do this. (laughs) Don't do this, please. And we have another name to add to the great executive exodus from crypto exchanges and crypto companies. Coinbase's chief product officer is leaving, and the executive announced this Wednesday. The CPO tweeted this. After nearly three incredible years as CPO, 
I'm taking a breather and stepping down. Thanks to the entire Coinbase team, I'm looking forward to continuing to serve Brian Armstrong and the executive team as an advisor. I know when I hear executives and stuff like that, I always like, how much do these people get paid, really? You know, how much do they get paid? And honestly, I could never think about signing a contract that's worth this much. This is insane. The chief product officer of Coinbase was hired from Google for a compensation package worth $646 million. That is insane money. I could put myself in the position of making a million or $2 million a year. I, I, could, I can vision that. Uh, signing a $646 million compensation package? Wow. Wow. Anyway, the CPO <laughs> really worked hard. During the time at the company, Coinbase listings went from 25 tokens to 200 tokens, over 200 tokens. He oversaw the company's various products from wallet to its small NFT marketplace and its Coinbase One subscription service for traders wanting 24-7 customer support and no trading fees. However, through all of these successes and these this rise of Coinbase, you know, even to IPO, he kind of didn't have the self-care. He also said this, It has been a tough year for me personally. My father was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. My mother passed away unexpectedly. And if I'm being honest with myself, I don't think I've allowed myself time to grieve either of them yet. I appreciate that. When you get your head down, you have your blinders on, you're just going forward. Everything else just washes over you. And then it builds up. So enjoy your leave and take care of yourself. And finally, today, we all know that theft has become a major issue in the NFT space, especially with so-called wallet drainer exploits, ripping millions of dollars worth of assets from unsuspected collectors. And there's no way to reverse those transactions on the blockchain. We don't want there to be ways to reverse the transactions on the blockchain. Uh, But the problem really comes when not only are the assets stolen, but they're also resold to people who don't know they were stolen, right? Because you're just buying assets on a marketplace. And you're like, oh. And then somebody's like, hey, by the way, you just paid $500,000 for something that was stolen. And that, that, gets, that gets tricky. That gets really tricky. So OpenSea, they're working on solutions. And they have a new theft prevention measure that is a tool that automatically examines NFT transfers to identify those that may have been swiped through exploits. And then it temporarily blocks those NFTs from being resold on OpenSea. So previously, when an NFT was stolen, OpenSea largely relied on the owner to report as stolen. And so basically, by the time an NFT was stolen, somebody noticed it was stolen, somebody reports it was stolen, they look into it, and then they block it or uh, stop it from being transacted. It could have been bought and sold multiple times. So they're developing a real-time system that relies on a number of industry data sources and other types of steps taken as the item is transferred between wallets. It also considers the actions taken by the wallet around the same time that might suggest malicious activity. So basically, they're collecting data to see if this is normal or not, and then they might be putting holds on it. Let's hope it works and there's not a lot of, I guess, false flags there, stopping people from transferring uh, their rightfully and legally owned NFTs and making those transactions. But, but there has to be a better way, so kudos for trying. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.